Welcome to the Swolmate Show. We're your hosts, Dustin and Katie Fleece. If you found yourself here, it means that you are ready to become the best version of you. Let's dive in. I am flying solo today. You get just me. I actually really, really enjoy these solo episodes as much as I love having my husband here with me. Sometimes the way my brain works, if I get a download or whatever you want to call it, I'm like, okay, I got to put it out there and I got to put it out there now. Uh, And it just so happened that I just finished up a Zoom call. I have to be back on camera um, on Zoom here in another hour or so. And I'm like, you know what? I got some time. I'm going to, uh, I want to talk about this one thing. And this is a topic that many of us struggle with, myself included, but oftentimes we don't even realize how much it is actually affecting us. And that is comparison syndrome. This is, I believe, the largest form of self-sabotage. And we live in a world that, you know, we're constantly bombarded with images and posts of success and happiness. And it paints this beautiful picture of everything in my life is perfect. (laughs) You know, social media has become like this breeding ground for comparison leading many of us, again, myself included, I'm, I'm talking to myself here, leading many of us to measure our worth against what seems like flawless lives of others. But what exactly is comparison syndrome? And, and why is it so detrimental to our well-being, our mental well-being, our physical well-being, how, how we show up in the world? Why, why does it affect us so much? So let's start by, I want to define what comparison syndrome is and just give you some examples of how it actually manifests in our just day-to-day lives. So comparison syndrome is when we evaluate ourselves in relation to others. And this is a very natural thing to do. But in today's world, it's like we are hyper aware of what everyone else around us is doing or accomplishing. And to be quite honest, it can be so overwhelming. Would we constantly measure our success, our appearance, our happiness against what others are doing or looking like or achieving? We can be left feeling inadequate. We can be left with low self-esteem. Ultimately, like I said, this leads to self-sabotage and it really does and can determine what we are actually able to achieve in our own lives. And so it's important to recognize that first of all, and I feel like we all know this, but do we really, do we really grasp the concept? But it's important to recognize that social media is not all that it is cut out to be. I can name story after story of people that post their quote unquote perfect lives on social media. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's not the person I know. You know, we're all guilty of this. And oftentimes people share their highlight reels. And by the way, I am not knocking that whatsoever because you know what? I say if you want, you know, people to 
um, celebrate with you and whatever it is that you're celebrating, whether it be your new house, your your new career, your job pro promotion, your amazing family, I say post it. Seriously, post it. But if you are consuming that, I also need you to see it through a lens of this is amazing. This is this person's highlight reel. You should be excited for them. But don't create an unrealistic standard for yourself. Okay? Don't compare yourself to others' highlight reels because that's all it is on social media. And again, there's nothing wrong with posting highlight reels on social media. I do it. Some people just genuinely don't want or are, are, don't like to be vulnerable on Facebook. And that's okay. That is 100% okay. But why is comparison syndrome the largest form of self-sabotage? And this is just my personal opinion, but I've seen it happen time and time, and time again, especially in the industry that I'm in. And I hear it from other people as well. I hear it from strangers on the internet. They will message me and say, you know, I see your clients achieving all of these things. And I've watched you for years. I've watched your clients for five years achieve all of this success, but I don't believe that I can have that. Or why is it taking me three months to lose 10 pounds, right? And it's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. So how does it hinder our personal growth and our well-being? And it's because it shifts our focus from our own progress and achievements to where those no longer matter. And it shifts our focus from that, from what we've accomplished to what somebody else has accomplished. Instead of celebrating our own unique journey, instead of celebrating things that we're really excited about, things that we're really proud of, we become fixated on what we lack. We become fixated on what others seem to have, but we don't have yet. And this constant state of comparison, it can lead, like I was saying earlier, it can lead to feelings of, you know, you feeling like a failure. It can lead to feelings of anxiety. It can lead to, you know, depression. In fact, literally just yesterday in church, our, our pastor was saying that, from the years of 2015 to 2023, anxiety was at an all-time high. And I don't know about you, but that is actually no surprise to me. And I think this is one of the reasons why anxiety is at an all-time high is because we just put unrealistic pressures on ourselves, And we are in a constant state of comparing ourselves to everyone else on social media because what has also been at an all-time high <laughs> social media and i'm not here to knock social media because quite honestly i actually love parts of it i think it is such a phenomenal tool and it's such an amazing way to connect with people and there are lots of beautiful beautiful parts of social media and technology in general but there are also parts of it and this would be one of them where it can be very detrimental to our mental state if we are not careful. It also can impact our relationships. And you may be like, okay, Katie, but how can it impact our relationship? Well, actually very easily because when we constantly measure our partners, our friends, our family against others, we may start to feel 
resentment. We also may start to feel dissatisfied and it just crumbles that genuine connection. Okay. So before we close out, hey, what do you know? I'm actually going to make this one pretty short and sweet. But before we close out, I want to leave you with a strategy to overcome it. Now, I'm not saying that you're miraculously going to be cured from it, but you can become so much better. It will probably still creep up every now and then. That's okay. That's normal. We're human, right? But don't let it consume you. The first step to overcoming it is being aware of it. So the first step is awareness. Recognizing when you're engaging social comparison, that is absolutely crucial. Because once you're aware, I want you to challenge those thoughts. Remind yourself of your own achievements. Remind yourself of your own strengths. Remind yourself of your unique qualities. Remind yourself of just how much of a badass you are and practice gratitude for what you already have in your life. And it's okay to set goals. It's okay to want more. It is a thousand percent okay to want more for your life. It is a thousand percent okay to want to be better, to want to do better. That is okay. But don't let that want overshadow what you've already got and what you've already accomplished. And be grateful for that. It is essential to practice self-compassion and focus on your own personal journey rather than constantly looking over your shoulder at everybody else. Because let's remember, everybody's path is uniquely different and that is okay. That is okay. That's all I have for today. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, I want you to remember that your journey is uniquely yours. So embrace it, baby. I want you to celebrate it. And I want you to live authentically. Peace out. Much love.